Welcome to the third episode of Ball Freak Sports Pod. I'm your host, Nicholas Rivera, and joining me in the studio today is the one and only Grayson Abaya. Hey, Nick. Oh, man, I'm so excited to be here. How are you doing, man? I'm doing great. All right, so today we're going to do something a little bit different than normal. Mm -hmm. The previous two episodes, we've been talking about the NFL and the NFL playoffs, but we talk about basketball too on this podcast, and it's halfway through the season almost. Halfway we got the through, man. we got the all, all star break coming. Um, the trade deadline's approaching soon. I mean, a lot of stuff to talk about in the NBA. So yeah, this man. is going to be an NBA episode, and we're going to talk about this week in the NBA, where we talk about our favorite things that happened in the NBA. Some NBA trade rumors. Um, our all star lineups. Our first half report card. We're going to talk about teams that are succeeding and teams that are kind of in the mid area and teams that are failing and we're also going to give our mid-season awards so Grayson Abaya how are you doing today my friend oh I'm doing great you know up here in the northwest we're projected to have a whole week of cloudiness but no rain which is actually like great for us exactly no uh, rain good cool, weather good weather right and and this past weekend we had a, quite a bit of sun so uh, we got to enjoy that Count out on the your beach blessings, yeah man. with Harvey running around like crazy so yeah, yeah it was a good I'm doing good. I'm doing great. We're doing great. So let's hop straight into it, man. We got a lot to talk about. We have not made any basketball episodes. This will. This is our first. So let's hop straight into it. We're almost halfway through the season. This week in the NBA, uh, I have something that was my highlight. But basically, this week in the NBA is a section where we're going to talk about what happened this week in the NBA that we enjoyed to see. I'll go first. Jason Tatum goes into Capital One Arena, drops 51 with incredible shooting efficiency on the Wizards. I think it was a great win for the Celtics. We're back above the 500 column. Uh, we were long due for that. Um, it was, it's, this has been our worst season the past, like, five, six years. We're, we're coming back, bro. We're trying, we're trying to solidify a top five seed in, in the East this year. Top five seed? I, I think we're coming, bro. I think we're you coming. Know, it was a great game. I watched part of the game, watched Tatum really go off, you know, just shooting really, really well that game, which is such a, it's a reminder that like, these athletes – it's a long season, right? So the law, like his averages are kind of similar to where they were last year, but he's having a really up and down season where he's having really great games like this and really low. But the law average says, you know, even though the last what three five games he was zero for seventeen, this game he comes in nine of fourteen from the three. Mm -hmm. Like, like you just never know how these top level athletes will just explode for a game, especially someone as talented as Jason Tatum. Like you kind of have to be ready. Like yeah, he could drop. It's, it's pent up demand. Like yeah, he hasn't really been is. shooting too well for the past couple of games, but. It's it's pent up demand. It's early in the season, like you said. It's a long season. He's gonna he's gonna come back to his efficiency. This is actually his worst year shooting the basketball. Oh, is it really? So he, uh, he's averaging his worst forty two point two percent from the field uh, on thirty two point four percent from three. Um, so he's not shooting too well, but he's he's climbing back up in this and he's making his three pointers. Uh, but anyway, yeah, even his rookie year, he was shooting forty seven uh, percent from the field. And 43% from three, but he didn't take a lot of threes back then. You know, think about that game, though. I'm not trying to switch a conversation about Jason Tatum, but like, I just remember that game, the pass where Marcus Smart hit it off the back of the defender. Oh, the yeah. <laughs> that I was, was like, what a, what a heady play, bro. Yeah, what no, a Marcus head. Smart is a veteran. Uh, like, I, he, he means so much to the locker just room straight in up Boston. Guile. So much to yeah. the locker room in Boston. I, I, like, the, this team, when Marcus Smart is on the floor, is, is is totally different. And you saw that. Like, we lost to the Blazers, which we shouldn't have lost. Yeah. But we didn't have Marcus Smart in that game. And it showed. It really did. I mean, our defense, like, Marcus Smart is an underrated playmaker. He's an elite defender. And he's a streaky shooter. So w once he gets rolling from the three-point line, he, he'll make a bunch. 
But and it's not even like him individually. It's more like what he brings to lift the team as a whole. Like he's not a point guard. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? What in a traditional sense where he's like setting people up all the time, which is he does. He still does it. Mm-hmm. But it's more like when you know that the brother to your left and the brother on the right is there, you play a certain way, and mm-hmm. you can tell the Celtics play a certain way when Marcus Smart is there. Exactly. I, 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 so can, I can't agree more. Um, I Marcus have I have the Celtics later down on my in the list when we talk about our report cards. Um, yeah, so I'll see what I have to say about the Celtics. That like, okay. I don't. It's it'll be good. It'll be good. All right, give me your this week in the NBA, Grayson. What um, did you see this? Okay, week? so the most exciting thing about in the NBA was actually the the play of the, the Magic's versus the Bulls ah. of Jalen Suggs. Oh, Jalen Suggs, bro, he's the, crazy. Especially the one where he splits the two defenders in, the, in transition and just yam. Get, he got up. On DeMar, he got up. The Rosen. Demar's having a great season too. He's, he's having a great season. But he's not a defender, and he should never have jumped for <laughs> that Save play. Save yourself the humiliation. Yeah, he should not want to go. You just up. get make a business decision and get out of there. Decision. Absolutely. Yeah. That, those those plays don't look good on all stars, and like no one's gonna remember if if uh, if Peyton Pritchard gets dunked on, right? Right. Uh, right. But if Demar, who's supposed to, who's a lot of people are saying is an all star starter, um, myself kind of included, I, I'm I'm on the brink of putting him there. Okay. A lot of people consider him that, and you can't just get yammed on by a rookie like that, dude. That's <laughs> You but gotta make Jalen a better Suggs decision. Gets up, man. Got Business up decision. Move out of move the way. Move out of the way. Magic. It's a lost play. The, they upset the Bulls. They beat them by quite a lot, actually, right? Yeah. Like a twenty point. But that's the thing with the Magic's. They have they have a ton of talent, but it's just learning how to play with together. And that game, they showed that they can play together and play well. They have great pieces. They have the forwards you need. Mm. Lanky, versatile players, playmakers on every position, almost strong, sturdy mm. defenders, and guards who are willing to attack and shoot from the outside. So. They have a great like yeah. base for a team going forward. It just you know one getting staying healthy and two just learn how to play with each other and get that chris- get chemistry. Yeah. Have, they, have they been struggling a lot with injuries this year? Yeah, like um, Jalen Suggs was been out up before like a, yeah, up a week. It really, it really stinks when you're a rookie, dude, and you're like suffering from injuries. Like, and it's a COVID M- year. MPJ, bro. Oh uh, yeah. Like like oh, he's still dealing with injuries. Like he's injured right now. <laughs> Poor guy, man. Poor he can't guy. catch a break. He can't. Anyway, really can. I mean, that was a risk, on. though. That was a risk that the Denver Nuggets took, and they, it's, you know, it like, kind of paid off. I mean, he had some, yeah, he he had some good player. moments in, in like the the but bubble. That big contract though coming up, yeah. that's well, a little when rough. When you're a small town uh, franchise, well, not that Denver's a small, small town, market, but when small you're a small market, market franchise like that, you can't you you gotta hope these guys pop. You gotta pay them. You gotta hope they pop because you can't land players like Kawhi Leonard in the offseason. You can't nope. land players like exactly. Jason Tatum when he gets off his rookie contract, even though we extended him. You just got to – that's a business decision for Denver. And yes. I guess you could give a little more time to see if it pops, but it hasn't so far really. Like, he's had some moments, but anyway, moving on Dude, wait, to – I have one more thing I have to show you about this one week. One more, okay. One thing. All right, so my Blazers. Your Blazers? My Blazers okay. were 4-2 on their six-game road trip, which is amazing because up to this point, they were like 1-17 or 1-16 on the road. Yeah, so the season Simons, wins, bro. you know, and it's all mostly because Anthony Simons in this play recently. Bro, he's showing up, man. He's a star. He's, he's a star. He's, he's starting to make. He's, he's emer- I think he's already. He's 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 emerging, but he's kind of already emerged. I get what like, you're saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, I would agree We've with seen that. him. Like he's just had been. He's been behind Dame Shadow the whole time, and when you're behind a top three point guard who, who, didn't start the year too good, but he kind of heated up, and now he's of course he's out. But when you're behind a point guard like that, dude. You don't get your cha- you don't get your fair shot, and I think now he's getting his fair shot. And if the da- if if the Blazers end up freeing Dame hashtag free Dame, uh, no. <laughs> if they end up freeing Dame, 
we could really see him emerge as I think a top, easily top ten point guard in the league in the in the I, near future. I think he's already a, a go to point guard. What do you mean? He can be a starting point guard. He can be your go to player. Yeah. Um, obviously, the, there's the Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> there's obviously the Celtics. there's obviously more to like to get better at like scoring at the rim, mm-hmm. you know, getting stronger. He's yeah. you could tell when he played the, the Raptors last game that he was kind of weak getting to the rim like. Mm-hmm. Scotty Barnes was manhandling him. A well, when bit. the Celtics choked again, as we always do in the fourth quarter, like I remember, he was taking some really weak like drives towards yeah, the hoop. Yeah, he wasn't strong. Al Horford, you know, who he's just he's not the best like defensive, but he's like se- defensively sound. And he's and strong so, too, and he's strong. Uh, uh, my, my Dominican, my, my, my Dominican boy, uh, Al Horford, bro. He 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 got up there, and 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 like you can just tell that Anthony Simons needs a little more time to develop. He doesn't have that finishing like that finishing uh like he has the athleticism. Right, but he doesn't have that finishing touch that we see in guys like John Morant, who can no, just yeah. fly and g- has the nicest touch on the basketball when he's finishing high off the glass, strong, dunking it. You right. know. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about him later in For our sure. potential For midseason sure. awards. But one of the shocks that happened this week. Grayson, ah, maybe it shouldn't be considered a shock because Grayson Allen's always been kind of known for I doing mean, stuff was, like he this. Was, but he's been so good the last year and a half, two years, where he there hasn't been. He was good on the Grizzlies, right? Last yeah, year, yeah, he was a good boy. Well, you know, good he boy. Was, he just, back to his Duke ways, bro. Yes, so <laughs> like I don't know. Everyone will feel a little differently how it goes, but I didn't feel like like I felt like the the, mm-hmm. the ejection was warranted, mm-hmm. but like more than the one game suspension is like uh. Because you can watch that play. I think they're considering more than one. Right now, I think it's, it's still one. one. Yeah, and so I think you can watch that play. It really looks like he makes a play for the ball. His arms get caught. And so it's like, yeah, it was nasty and the way it happened. like, But I don't know if it was malicious in the sense like, I'm trying to hurt Alex Caruso. Mm. You know well, I mean? the thing is, it was clearly – so it was a flagrant because it was, it was a flagrant too, right? So it's forcible contact to the head and – but he actually ended up. Did he break his wrist on the fall? Is that what happened? On the fall. Okay. See, that's the thing, man. Like Alex Caruso, a key player in that Bulls rotation, is now gonna have to be out for like at a min. At, it's a broken wrist, I think. So at minimum, like two, three, four weeks. That's tough, man, for that Bulls team. He's a key player. He's a key player in their rotation. I, I just think making an unnecessary. Play, it's not like it's the fourth quarter, right? And he's going up for a game-winning attempt. It's in like the middle of, a thir- of the third quarter, and he just goes and and whacks him and. I think the injection was definitely warranted, and I think they should consider like a four or five game suspension. Ooh, that's rough. I mean, like I don't think you think can about go it. wrong doing well, well, it. Who, but who means more to the, the to, to the rotation? Well, I mean, I guess you shouldn't really take this into consideration when you're suspending someone because it should be what they did, right? But I think Alex Caruso means more to the Bulls than Grayson Allen means to the Bucks. I think the thing is, though, like you have to consider, like if this was Pat Connaughton who did it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's a great guy. Would you think? Like oh that was ill and content you know no, what I mean? cause cause he's like, a great guy because <laughs> when you watch the, the the impact he was making a play in the ball he stopped you know he reached back to like to swat at the ball and that's where mm-hmm. his arms got caught so they kind of wrapped and yeah. Caruso fell in an awkward position so did Allen but he died like partially on his feet um, but I don't know like I don't think it's warranted for more than one game suspension in my opinion so but that's you, just me. you think the one game suspension is good I don't know if it's good but it's you know he could get fined whatever. I just don't think it's that, that ill-content everyone thinks it is. All right. Well, moving on to some trade rumors that have been brewing a bit up in, in the NBA. And remember, we're halfway through the season, folks. So some stuff is going on that we haven't been able to talk about. And we love talking about basketball on this podcast. So trade rumors, Grayson. Mm. Westbrook 
for John Wall. Rockets have, have, have expressed some interest in it. Do you think that this trade would benefit the Lakers and help them with their early struggles in the season? Well, I think Wall would be a better fit, yeah. Would I, do I think this is a legitimate trade? No. No, I don't think it is a legitimate trade. I don't think this. I don't think this is gonna move. The Lakers messed up when they traded all their depth for Russell Westbrook. No, they should have went with the Buddy Hield trade, hands down. Oh my goodness, dude! And Buddy Hield's still on the trading block. So there's a lot of teams. I heard that they expressed a lot of interest in Jeremy Grant, but you know, who are they gonna trade though? And yeah. and Jeremy, you have to pay him a lot of money too, because he's on that big contract. Remember from when he signed with the Pistons last year? So, like, I, I, I don't know what what move, money they have to move to get him. Because all their money is tied up in their big three. LeBron, AD, and, and Westbrook. So and Westbrook. move Westbrook. Move, okay, if you move Westbrook, where, how is that money going to work? Like, What is your teams that are going to take that, right? The Rockets. The Rockets? Yeah. Okay, so Westbrook goes to Wall, mm-hmm. which they have the same, they have the same finance to contract. It's $40 million each. Westbrook already played on the Rockets too, right? Yeah. So $40 million each, straight. But now you have Wall and... So the money's still stuck with Wall, you ca- your cap space, Wall, LeBron, and AD. And you still don't have enough money to, to trade. For a guy like Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant. So I really don't think that's a, so, a realistic tra- trade yeah. partner. Well, so what trade do you think the Lakers could could do to help them with? Like, I don't I don't like the Lakers, but we got to talk about them, right? They're in L.A. They're, yeah. they're the big team, and, th- and they have LeBron. So what is a trade that they could do that could kind of get them over their early struggles? Is, is, there, is there a trade that could make that happen, or is it just – like chemistry issues. I know Anthony Davis has been struggling with being healthy, being on the court. What do they need to do, Grayson? You're the, you're the expert. What do they need to do? You know, you know, to be honest, I don't know. I don't like just running through my head different scenarios. Which team would has assets that they would want? Okay, if I was the Lakers, and which team assets would I like to plunder? I would actually like to plunder the, the Spurs. Dejounte like Murray or someone. Dejounte Murray, Der- Derek White. I'm not trading Dejounte Murray if I'm the Spurs, though. I'm not. Why would you? At I'm not. Point. I don't want Russell Westbrook on my team. I don't want him on my team. I mean, if you can get... All, what are you getting? I mean, if you can get, like, three first round... Because the Lakers are win now. The Lakers are not made to yeah. succeed in the and, future. But they don't have a so, first round pick until 2025. That's free. So, trade their picks till, 20, till 2030, like the Nets did to the Celtics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For Paul Pierce and all those old heads. Um, I think... I think... I, I, so, I like that trade better because, like, for them. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that's a team that's not... They're not going to win. Russell Westbrook could help them win... Could help them get to the playoff picture now. Uh-huh. You know he has all the assets around him to make a team go. He just needs to be the solo dolo player, right? The solo guy at the ball. Dude, I just when you're when you're a team, you're not trying to give the Lakers freebies. You're not trying to give them what they want. Yeah, not a team so, in the West. Like, what do the Lakers have that you want as a team? That's the real question. That's they nothing. have no depth. They have well, they have depth, but they don't have anything that's. Who, what are you gonna give up? Tht. I mean, I wouldn't even trade for Tht. Like, if I was another team, Tht is like, yeah. Yeah, you have, you have you a bunch that. of six five guards like that in the league. You can get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, Lance Stevenson was just on the. He's, in, he's been up. cooking up. He's, he's been cooking, cooking up. up, right? So like, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes like that, you know. So so yeah, that I, one I, I I think I think that LeBron Austin will just Reeves, need to like, what <laughs> shooter. That that's also almost a diamond. Your, your favorite your your favorite white kid in the. You remember when he hit that uh, that uh, d- that the game, the game winner against Dallas yeah. in Dallas? That was cool. That was um, great. But. I just think LeBron's gonna have to put this team on his shoulders and t- and take him as far as as he can. At, is well, he thirty six well, now? That's how they built the team to to be carried by AD, LeBron, and Westbrook. And so if AD isn't there, they, then they're not going. Hey, you get paid the big bucks to do it. So get 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 AD, to it. AD's shooting efficiency this year is concerning, though. It really well, is. Yeah, 
And everyone wants to complain about spacing, but it's like, I don't think AD was that great of a shooter to begin with. He was a great shooter in the bubble, bro. He was and money a from mid-range. I feel like I heard that like the bubble has like helps you with shooting because like you have a, a, a weird depth perception that it's not as skewed as when you're in an arena. So like it's easier for a lot of people to shoot in the bubble. And we saw shooting efficiency went up in the entire NBA in the well, bubble. There was nothing else to do. Yeah. You literally <laughs> slept, ate, and played basketball. <laughs> I think your your ability to play basketball goes up when you have just just those <laughs> things to worry exactly. about. You know, you maybe maybe hop on the Zoom with your family or something. Yeah, because even if they couldn't like it was until what the second round or the conference playoffs and finals before they were like able to have family there uh -huh. to watch. So it was like, yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Enough. Enough about the Lakers. Yeah. Who wants to talk about the Lakers? Yeah. Just kidding. We don't love the Lakers. No, we love. I don't love the Lakers. I don't. I like. I mean, I'm a Blazers fan. You're a Celtics fan. We don't. We have no love for the Lakers, but 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 we, we acknowledge that they need to be and they, they have, need to be talked about because yeah, they're they're, they're, they're a big thing. But what is it? What's a trade that you would like to see the Blazers do? Because we're talking about these trade rumors. Like, do you do you want to see Dame go? I know you don't want to see. Dame I don't want to see Dame go. Um, to be honest, if I if I had to do it. What players I would I think need to be moved is CJ, uh -huh. Norm, and Robert Covington. Those players particularly. I think Norman Powell and and Robert Covington like they they serve a similar role on the Blazers. Yeah, and they are like niche players, right? So they're like defense three and D for Norm Powell and Dwight Powell. I mean Dwight, not Dwight. Sorry, mm -hmm. Robert Covington. And so part of my my thinking is that like you ha sort of have this up and coming. You have two guards up and coming. You have mm -hmm. uh, Anthony Simons. Simons and Nasir Little, right? He's both, been, yeah, he's been cooking up a bit. Both of them are bigger than their predecessors in, head, I mean, in front of them, right? So Powell and CJ McCollum. Uh -huh. those, both those guys are talented players. But, like, if you want to surround Dame with the right talent, you know, those are assets to trade and get back, you know, better fits around the team. All right. Hey, you're not going to get something of McCullough's level of scoring, but you might get a better fit for the team. You know, rangy okay. defenders, well, shooters. I'm going to be blunt with you, bro. I don't think the Blazers are one piece away from. from no, they're like not one piece contending. away. I think they're a superstar and like a really good asset away. Like you would need a you would need to acquire like. Who you couldn't acquire any of the guys you guys need are not moving. No one's moving. No one's moving. So you what you're looking for is essentially what what they've been looking to build is something like the Pistons had. Okay. In in O three and O four, right where they had like a, a conglomerate of like B level talent and maybe someone that's budding a, a budding A level talent, to mm. like Dame, <laughs> Dame, who obviously is your he's an A plus talent, but like you need to find more B level talents and okay. those are the assets. You I think to they get have a lot of B level talent. talents. Covington, Powell, McCollum, those are B, those are good I think talent. Covington's but more it, of a C. But it just hasn't been working. So why why yeah, are you gonna trade so them out for a, a bunch of more B level talents that isn't gonna work? But I think you have you have the potential of Nasir Little and. Anthony Simons, if they could clear space, that they could be more than a B level talent. One of them could pop to make maybe an A B plus or A minus. So that's okay. that's expectation. And if you have a cheaper level B level talent, then you have space to have more freedom to move things, right? Okay. So one thing that we're really suffering is actually a big man, right? Because Cody Zeller is obviously been injured like more than half <laughs> the season. I love Cody Zeller. I love Cody Zeller. Yeah, he's a great guy. Um, and Yusuf Nurkic has been playing forty minutes a game almost the last like. Eight or three weeks, sorry, and so that's that's too many minutes for him, and we just need another big body because you can't trade, you know, Al, trade Al Horford, bro. Trade no, Al Horford, Al Horford take is, his contract, bro. No, it's we good. need take his contract out of hand. We need so uh, a bouncy big. Yeah. What am I, what yeah. Moving on, moving on from the Blazers. Uh, I have a uh, I have a trade that I think that that, that will really help the Celtics. Um, 
Well, not a trade. I don't have the trade like drawn up and whatnot, but I have a couple players that I think we should look for. Um, we really need a pass for a cigar, okay? And I'm not going to say Ben Simmons because I don't like Ben Simmons. I don't want him on our team. We need to acquire some sort of pass for a cigar. And so far, we haven't been doing it in the draft. And I haven't really seen a lot of guys like that. Are, like, I really wish we had signed Lonzo Ball in the offseason. If we had landed him... I feel like he would really be like a good player because he plays good defense and he's great facilitator for our two good wing scorers, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. So I think that we should pursue uh, like a pass first guard, good on deep on the defensive side of the ball, and we need a we need a big who can space the floor besides Al Horford because Al is kind of old. So I was thinking like if there's some way I, I know every team wants Miles Turner right because he's like an ideal mm. come in and 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 fit your team type player. Great efficiency shooting the ball for a big, you know, great rim protector. Like, one of the few better than Robert Williams. If we could move Robert Williams and maybe someone else, uh, we have some assets. We have some young guys. We have Neesmith. We have uh, Pritchard. We have uh, Schroeder. We have guys that we can move. If we can make a move for Miles Turner, I think, I think we'd put ourselves in a good position. But there's a lot of teams that want him, and there are a lot of teams that are willing to give up. So, like, the Hornets, for instance— they need Miles Turner. They cannot play defense without yeah. a big. So I'm Can not I, saying it's necess- but I think that's that's a that that could put us into the, a top a top five team in the East, top four team in the East easily. So here's a big here, like that. I'm gonna throw a, a trade suggestion to you and see okay for your Celtics. Okay, Dennis Schroeder, Al Horford, for Jalen Brunson and Dwight Powell. No, absolutely not. Why not? I like Jalen Brunson and he's, but I mean, is he a great playmaker? He's a pretty good playmaker, so here's some motivation on the Mavericks side to do it. I, right? I don't watch. I don't lot of watch a lot of Mavericks teams. I see a lot of Luca tape and whatnot. Yeah, but, but Jalen Brunson is like. I remember he, he scoring. went to Nova, right? Yeah, he, he went to Nova. Kid. He's yeah. a scrapper, you know. I like him. I, he's a, he's a player that Brad. I know Sears his mid range is good. I play with him a lot in his, 2K. <laughs> <laughs> his midi in real life is good. His scoring inside is real good. His his catch and shoot is great. He actually runs the team pretty well, second unit, right? I'm not sold on Dwight Powell, man. But you're not you're not trading for Dwight Powell. You're, you're getting rid of a. Unfortunately, Al Horford has been stinking it up this year, right? We'll get to that when I, I talk about his veteran presence is very, very useful. Sure, though. and I think but Dwight Powell, he's been, Dwight he's Powell been playing better. Will replace some of the production that Al Horford has done. Has okay. done. Clear the space a little bit more for Robert Williams, right? So you can actually stack him at the center. But Dren- Dennis Schroeder, bro, he's a great backup point guard. He is a great backup point guard, but you know what's a better backup point guard? And so? maybe even a starting point guard is Jalen Brunson. So what? we would have to give up like assets, though. Do you think they they'd take that to. straight they up? Check- so here's the motivation. Jalen Brunson is in his last year of his rookie contract. Oh, okay. They That's why they want to get rid of him. No, they wouldn't necessarily want to get rid of him, but they don't have to worry about paying him. Okay. Right? And the Celtics have money. They have cap space. And we already paid uh, Dennis Schroeder's contract, which is just one year, though. One year. So for the Mavericks, it'd be clearing space, the books, right, to actually get the assets they need. They need mm-hmm. – they need – they actually need a better playmaker than <laughs> David Brunson. Um, and they need they some need, They need someone who can lead their second unit when yeah. Luka's out. And they need, they need someone who's tough, like Al Horford. So that's a better fit next alongside Porzingis. All right. Right? Dwight Powell could either be your backup big or your – or starting big, which would be a backup big. It'd be a way better backup big than NS Cantor Freedom, <laughs> right? <laughs> NS Freedom, bro. And no, then, I actually, now that you think about it, I think that's good because let's be real. Al Horford, not only is he is he has he not been playing well and he's been sticking up, we're paying him twenty seven million. That's what I'm saying. And that both of those guys. Why, what makes you think that they would get rid of Jalen Brunson though to clear up cap space and then take on a contract like Al Horford's? Al Horford's almost well, Dwight Powell is twenty million a year himself, I think. 
17, 18 million a year. But 18 million a year is less, way less. And then you have two assets instead of one. Because you know Dennis Schroeder yeah, is, is only a rental this year. So you turn in a rental, turn in a huge mm-hmm. contract for two playable assets. The more playable assets you have, the better your team has a chance let's of competing see, or trading. What, let's see what Brad Stevens can cook up. Well, let's see what All right. Well, we're going to take a break here, folks. And we're going to come back with our all-star lineups and our mid-season awards and a couple other things we want to talk about. All right. See you after the break. And we are back, Nicholas. So we were talking about right before the break that we're going to talk about all-star lineups. I want to hear your East and West starting lineups. Well, it is crazy that we're already almost halfway through the season. Let's just actually start with the East. Let's go with East. East first? I think that's that's clear. I think there's no really debate about East right. starters. So. East starters, okay? Um, as much as I want to throw... No, of course, I'm not going to throw Jalen Brown on the starting lineup. But I got Trey at the point, okay? The Hawks have been struggling, but he's the only thing that's holding them together. Like, mm-hmm. he's a his, facilitator. He's his a, he, play is all-star level. Yeah, he, he's playing like an all-star. He's playing like an all-star starter. And relative to the rest of the Eastern Conference, I don't think there's really a debate. Like, mm-hmm. for the second guard spot, there's a little bit of one. But at the sec- that, that being said, at the second guard spot, I have DeMar, okay? Okay. There's a couple guys you could throw. Like, you could throw in his teammate, Zach. But he's DeMar's been outperforming him this year. I right? think so. Uh, shooting, shooting efficiency, uh, just, uh, just in, in general, like, in game every aspect winners? of the game. Game, game winners? winners? Okay, yeah. He's just been outplaying him. And um, the third spot, the small forward position, you have no choice. you got to go Kevin Durant. Give me Kevin Durant the twice. Tarantula. The <laughs> Slim Reaper? The Slim Reaper. The ashy, the ashy legs. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, no, but Durant at the three for me. Giannis at the four. Giannis at the four. Um, I don't think we, think we need to talk about these that much. And Embiid yeah. at the five. Embiid at the five. Team That's exactly what I have on my East team, too. So, for, um, I th- like Something I said. you want to talk about? No, I'm just saying, like, I, I think – for the most part, like it was a kind of a shoe in for all those guys, right? Like there's no way like there's there's some talented forwards in the East. Like you think about the Celtics itself, like Brown and I Tatum. Think, yeah, I think But I think they're not gonna out like they're not gonna be they're gonna be outvoted by Durant and Giannis. Of course. That's like Demar like d- let's like Demar, for instance. He's the only one that you could kind of debate on this list. Yeah. But you look at the guys who are arguably better than him, Jalen Brown, Zach Levine. They haven't been performing this year like he has. Mm-hmm. And you can't just say, oh, we're going to give it to them because they're better players or I would like them on my team more or I value them as, as yeah. better players or I, I evaluate their game and, and, and consider them to be like better at basketball. You can't do that. You have to take into account the season, and so that's why I have to throw DeMar in there. Well, I think that's fair. And to be honest, there's, there's some other guards you probably maybe could consider, right? Like mm-hmm. You could consider Kyrie and – and, um, you can't consider Kyrie. Well, I'm saying like, <laughs> in a normal year, you could consider Kyrie. Yeah, of course. In a normal year, you could consider Harden. But they either they oh, haven't yeah, played. Meant, Harden just or hasn't injured, been and Or just like playing like – I think Harden's playing like crap, actually. Last, like, this well, he was, kinda, he was coming back to his own. Yeah, but, but uh, he, he just, just seems – like he just seems not interested in playing. So just, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I he, some games he cares, some games he doesn't. Um, um, we tried to spice it up for you guys, um, so we added honorable mentions. All right, so let's hear, your, let's, let's hear Grayson's first. All right, so here's my honorable mentions for the East, okay? And one, I have Tatum. Yep. He's he's that next tier underneath those four. It's just you can't, you can't put him ahead of any of them. Yeah, and it's because they have accomplished something already. You put, winners, you put him in the West, I think he's a starter. I have him in honorable mention East. Yeah, you have honorable. I'm, I'm just saying, if he's in the East, oh, if he's, if he's, if he's in, the, he's in West, the West this year, year he's yeah, a starter. Yeah, let's be um, real. But we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Who we would substitute in mind? Right. 
Um, I have Jimmy Butler. The Heat's on like kind of nasty. They've been, they've been doing well this year. They, they, they were the first seed a couple days ago. I'm yeah. not sure if they and are. My, and my third guy is Adebayo. Just because, like, mm-hmm. um, again, is he going to push and beat out of the starting spot? <laughs> no. <laughs> but he is, he is probably even scarier than a bead in, like, a matchup situation for a yeah. lot of teams. Guards one through five, like, no one we've, like yeah. I've ever seen. I don't yeah. know. Have you ever seen someone who can guard one through five? And, and you're uh, – I mean, just Giannis, right? Giannis? <laughs> yeah. KD, KD can kind of guard one to five. No, KD can't guard the five. If, he gets oh, you're bullied, right. He bro. can't guard he bullied. Bullied. five. He might not even be able to guard LeBron one. LeBron like, can guard he, one to five. I, I'm willing to bet. Like, and we've probably seen this matchup a couple times. Durant can't guard Kyrie. Yeah, probably. You're he, right. Durant's more of a two through four defender. Right, right, right. He's I mean, not a one through five. In spots, you know, when they switch for the sec for the like three four seconds, he's yeah. on them. He I could I could manage play. to stay on my feet. Maybe I couldn't in front of Kyrie <laughs> for a couple <laughs> seconds. I'd be broken. Dude, I'd, be to be bro- I'd be broken. But so Adebayo has to be mentioned, not just because of his defensive presence, but offensively he's just doing crazy stuff. Like mm-hmm. you know, doing pull ups. He's a sometimes he initiates a pick and roll. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot operating from the high post. So there's there's a lot he's doing, and they're winning. So. Yeah. Winning matters. Winning matters. Um, in my first spot, I have Jason Tatum as well. He's yeah. just the one. He's like, he's an A tier player, but these guys ahead of him are S tier players. Right. And so you can't you can't put him above. And he's he's younger. He's got more time to develop. I think eventually he will be on some of these guys' level. He has to still develop a bit of his game, and more than his game, he needs to improve on his playmake his playmaking skills, which I've seen him do a, cu- a bit the last couple games. Like when he had that fifty one point game, mm-hmm. he had like he had like. More ten rebounds, and I think he has like seven or eight assists. So, he's drawing double teams, right? He just needs to find the guy. There's when when, you, mm-hmm. when two guys are on you, one guy's open. You know, you would tell me that when you when you were coaching right. me. Though. Yeah, but um, I my like second spot. Season. My second spot, Zach yeah. Levine. Oh, Zach yeah, Levine. That's fair. I think that's he's fair. the best player on the sh- on the Bulls team. I really do. I think he's the best player on the Bulls team. Demar has outperformed him this year. That's why you got to give Demar yeah. the starting spot. Exactly. But Zach Levine could easily be a starter. No, I think you could almost switch out Demar and Zach, because on, if you're looking at the success of the Bulls alone, because they're so integral to both of them are integral to what they do there. Mm-hmm. It just like Demar looks amazing this year. Yeah. You watch him and just like eye test yeah, like, like, there's something cooking. In he him didn't now. do this on the Raptors like, or the Spurs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and it's like he's gotten better. And is what year 12, yeah. 13 for it's, him? It's crazy, man. He's good. He's good. I like it him. So who's your who's your last? My last spot. This is where I'm spicing it up, okay? Right, you gotta right. get spicy on this podcast. Okay. Darius Garland. Ooh. Is he pronounce Ooh. it Darius Garland? It's Darius, right? I it's think Darius so. Garland. This Cavs team is winning. This Cavs team was projected to be the third worst team in the East. And oh, they I like are them. currently sitting at six. A lot of this because they're injured offensively is Darius Garland. And it's Darius Garland. Year. And we're gonna talk about midseason awards. Evan Mobley also is uh, he he's been playing yeah. very well for this Cavs team. The Cavs Kevin team Love hasn't been stinking it up as much as we thought he would, considering he's getting paid like thirty something, right? Yeah, <laughs> you, you better not. You, you think he'd be you starting full power forward, but yeah, I mean, and and Darius Garland, I, are, is he he's, he's hanging in like the eighteen to twenty two range? I'm, I'm, let me look at his stats real quick. Um, Sports wise, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, I think he is. He's doing great, um, and the team as a whole is really picking it up. Yeah, you know, like. Even guys that you're getting like production from like Seti Osman and yeah. uh, what's that one other big man that they have? Oh, Jared Allen. Jared Allen is playing like a beast. So yeah. um, um, oh I yeah. like on the defensive side especially. So I'm looking at his stats right now. Nineteen point eight, three point three rebounds. You know, he's a small guy. 
you can't expect him to get the rebound. No, eight, eight assists. Good playmaker. He's a good playmaker. And good playmaker. to be honest, his scoring could easily notch up to 23, 25 points a game uh, if he wasn't so, like, like moving the ball. You know, he kind of really moves the ball around. And, and let's be real. He's way better than Colin Sexton. Yeah. Like, yeah. Colin Sexton, he's been injured this year, right? He's, he's, yeah. He's still a Cavalier. He's, he's, you gotta, he you gotta, could not be a Cavalier. You gotta, you screen, ga- I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you, you got to get rid of him. You they don't. They didn't fit well. Like when Colin Sexton was on the field, the Cavaliers lost, and Garland didn't show anything promising. But now that he's gone, the Cavaliers are winning, and Garland well, is they showing the beginning his of the potential. They played so the beginning of the year together, and they played okay. But I think if you move Colin Sexton I, to like the sixth man spot, right, the guard that comes off the bench to spell one of the yeah. other guards. Remember how pissed he was, like that he went like 16th in the. He he went like a lot later than he wanted to be. He, yeah. I don't think he's the type of guy you, you that if you bench him, you're gonna have a toxic locker room. I mean, the thing is, I think if you pitch it like, look, we're gonna give you an Imani Ginobili like a role six man. You come <laughs> in, you <laughs> make, and then because you're a guard who can create, you can stuff. You can come in, be an instant microwave scorer, lead um lead the second unit. And even if if you're good at going, you're probably gonna finish games with us, right? Like, yeah, he's that type of player because he's a he's a baller. Um, but yeah, you you need to put someone next to Garland to kind of cover up some of Garland's like weaker so attributes. So, who are their spacers on that team besides him? Who do they have any spacing on that team? Seti Osman's a decent shooter. Seti Osman, yeah, okay. Yeah, um, obviously Kevin Love. <laughs> Mobley, Mobley I can hate shoot. talking about Kevin Love, bro. Mobley's the most expensive bench player. Mobley like can you, shoot. Mobley shooting from the outside yeah. is yeah. nice touch. Jared Allen's obviously their pick and, pick and roll. And yeah, he slammer, can't shoot. So. <laughs> he can shoot from the midi. Well, he, can he? Well, he has a, he has like a high, pretty high um, free throw range um, percentage. So, I mean, yeah, if you're a big I mean, man, I mean, you just high, need to high, get But your, I think it's in the seventies. I could be wrong, but it's in the seventies. Yeah. Oh, well, that's the one of the things that the Celtics are really good at shooting free throws. But yeah. Anyway, those are my three. Say your three honorable mentions again, Ruben. I mean, <laughs> Ruben. Ruben. So, th- so there's some other things, I, other players I thought maybe should have been mentioned, but I don't know if I can put them there yet. But Mile Bridges and Lamella Ball, what they're doing with the Hornets is it's pretty awesome to watch. I think Lamella will make the All Star team. I think he will make the All Star team. It's just his um, name, bro. Yeah, I, I think he just has a notoriety, and he's at that popular. I, I think it would really suck if he made it over Garland. Yeah, I think I Garland think Garland's gonna make it there though, cause you, think so? you got award winning man. You got award. You got it. You, and and the and the Hornets are sitting behind the the the. the They're Celtics. in the seventh spot, right? They're or in the ninth. Ninth spot. Oh, yeah, okay. Look at this. St- if you take a look at the standings right now, we got um, uh, si- oh, never mind. They are at the seventh. You're right. right. Raptors dropped to the ninth. But yeah, cause they lost oh, two games. Oh no. The, 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 I mean, to be fair, the, the the Cavaliers are only two games ahead of the ahead of the Hornets. So if if they switch spots, I think. Like there's a chance that that um, Melo makes it. And yeah, but the narrative is too strong already. Saying the Cavs are good, you know what I mean, like because they stunk, they stunk, they stunk, they've, they've overperformed. Bam! All the Celtics sudden, are sitting directly at 500 right now. Well, it's like and they're in the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, and now boom, they're here in the middle. Mm-hmm. And then you have Colin, uh, not Colin, but you have Darius Garland being considered for most improved player for the year. So, like there's there's that, mm-hmm. and that 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 probably alone will get them the All Star nod. All right. Well, West, West, West. I was about to move on, but I forgot we forgot about the West, bro. All right, West, West. I dropped my East ones first. You go. I think this is where West. we're gonna we're gonna differ. All right. Okay. So number one, I got Steph. Mm-hmm. Right for my backcourt. Second person in my backcourt, I have D Book. That's ridiculous, man. Hey, I mean, let's just I'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it after you hear yours. Uh, I got LeBron filling out my okay. wing, Jokic and Draymond. 
Jokic and Draymond. Okay, and so here's my here's my. I'm not I, I'm not mad with the Draymond pick. I'm not. I'm I'm not. Okay, but the Suns have the second highest winning record in the NBA. Or yeah, second highest winning record because behind Golden State. Hmm. Right, and who is? It's D Book and CP3. CP3. Right, but D Book is is it's the CP3, flashy bro. player that's gonna They're get. They're actually sitting at clear first right now. Are they actually clear first? Four, then four you have to re- you have to reward someone on the Suns. Facts. That's starting. Right. And and CP3 won't start over D Book. D Book's another level of scoring. Yeah, well, this year. I don't think either of them are gonna start. Well, I think I think D Book is gonna start. Who's your starting? Well, keep going. Did you name them all? I named it all. Draymond, Jokic, LeBron, LeBron, D-Book, and Steph. I got... This is where we differ a bit. Okay. So, this is going to be interesting. I got Steph at the point. Okay. Steph at the point. Of course. Having a little slow streak a bit recently. He's been slowing down, but he's still Stephen Curry, and he's still putting up Stephen Curry numbers. Second best team record in the West. Yeah, second best record in the West. Got to put him there. And in the league, I think. At the two, I do not have your boy D-Book. Who do you my have? Boy, ja Morant. Ja Morant will start at the two spot in this all-star game. And he is so deserving of it because you compare the roster of the Grizzlies to the roster of the Suns. I mean, the Suns have been dealing a bit with injuries. It's way more impressive what Ja did than what, than what D-Book has done. D-Book... You could argue D-Book was the second, maybe not the second scoring option, but the second option on that team that made a finals run last year. You could argue that. He's not a predominant ball handler like Jaw is. His finishing is not close to Jaw. Yeah, he's a good spot-up shooter, but Jaw's going to get that starting spot. I don't think so. I think he will. And so, so here's my thing, right? I love John Morant. He's probably one of the most exciting players in the league, okay? He's more than that. More ex- Sure. But, like... Like the top winning sp- players have to have to have to get your starting spot. What did the so. work they put in has to? So. He's at th- he, the Grizzlies are sitting at three, Grayson. You're acting like they're sitting yeah. at the seventh or eighth spot. But look at the differential between win differential between where the Suns are at and where the Grizzlies are at. And look at the differential between when D-Book like plays and then digits. when D-Book doesn't play. It's it's not this. Uh, yeah, it's a difference, but it's not the same as when Jaw doesn't play. Okay. Jaw means more to that Grizzlies team. All right, hands down. What do you mean? They went on, he like, means they went on the eight-game winning streak without Jaw Morant. Did they? They went on the eight. They, so they went on the ten-game winning streak, and eight of them were cupcake schedule. Morant. I'm calling cupcake schedule. Let me look at this. So I just think D Book and the Sun are more rewarding of it at this point in the I don't season. I can't at get the end of the that, season. Man. I'm not taking the Jaw disrespect. Also, Jaw's gonna be a first-time All Star. They don't become starters. He might become a. He might even become an all-pro. First-time All-Star starters. Who who's done it before? Been, been a starter for first year. First time being All-Star. LeBron. <laughs> Blake Griffin. Dude, I just I can't have this this. It's like you're acting like D Book brings some factor to the Suns that Ja doesn't does bring to the Grizzlies. I, I don't. It's not different. Ja but brings I'm just more to the Grizzlies than D Book brings to the Suns. Winning matters. That's Winning all does matter, and the Grizzlies are sitting. What was the Grizzlies' expect, expected spot before this year? They're they they finished at ninth. They're expecting me seventh or sixth, right? S- yes. They're at third. I They're get at it. third. It's they're ahead of these teams. The season, though. 
I don't care. Dominating Josh... through the season matters. So dominating through the season. There, there's Grayson, you, you can't get mad at them at him for only doing this for half the for half the season, right? When the All Star voting happens, when the All Star break is halfway through the season, so I you're get gonna that. judge him on what happens that first half of the season. I just That's... think Devin Booker means more to that Suns team winning, getting to the first place right now. The John Morant is the third. I just oh, think there's such more steaming. Uh, this take, is such, man. This is more value right now. What are you? I can't get behind that, dude. You don't have I to. This is my also voting, and you don't have to get behind <laughs> it. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's see the other one. That's just that second spot. I just feel like the other, the, the next names you're gonna mention, I'm gonna be like, no, get out of here with that trash. Three. I'm afraid to say it now. Yeah, you're going to say it, <laughs> and I'm about to throw you I out. I got Luka Doncic. Yeah, get that trash out of there. <laughs> Dude. The Mavs stink. No, they're still sitting at six. And look at Luka's in, numbers. In the very stinky West, bro. In the very stinky West. That's, the yeah, West has been the really West bad. bad this year, and Luka has been really bad this year. His efficiency is down. His scoring is down. Bro, he's still... He, he's, he, all right, his, he's not shooting good from the three, but he's still shooting like 44% from the field, and he's still 25 Nine and nine. When you have the ball always in your hand, you'd be with thirty point scoring. What, what are his minutes per game this year? What is just, I, like they've been benching him. A, they've been like resting him a bit this year. Let's check his. Why were you resting him? You're in sixth spot, and you're only one game. He's playing thirty five. He's, he's playing thirty five minutes a game. He's probably one and a half okay. two games ahead of the. He's the, playing thirty five minutes a game. He's not playing forty minutes, uh, for, like forty two minutes, like some of these guys are. Like he's not playing the full game, and he's still racking up these. They the last ten they've been they eight. Stink, the dude. last ten they've been eight and they two. Stink, eight dude. and two. He's an all star, but not a starter. The Warriors have been five and five. The Suns nine and one in their last ten. The Grizzlies seven and three. The Mavericks eight and two. Okay, I guess I'm he's just probably saying, some of the most exciting I'm just players. Saying, but right now he's trending put down. Put some respect on his name. He's trending down. It's not. He's an all star player. He's just not a starter for me. So you, what, what, I'm, what I'm hearing from you is that. He's not playing as efficient as he was last year when he was an all-star starter. Was he an all-star starter last year? Mm-hmm. So, therefore, he shouldn't be rewarded for declining? Is that, is that what you're saying? The Mavericks Because the decline, is not that the decline is not that bad. They were not higher than fifth last year. They were, like, were they fourth? They were playing that fifth and fourth game with the Clippers. Stop were, acting like they were this this good a, this two seed last year. And this a year harder they suck. West. In a harder in a West. In a harder West. They're still thirty two and seventeen. They're four games behind the Warriors. Thirty two and seventeen. Let's look at the Eastern Conference, bro. The best team in the Eastern Conference has seventeen L's too, and the Mavericks have seventeen L's in the West. I don't care if it's the Western Conference. No, but okay, so you're you're matching. You're docking them for how for you know what how the teams we, they're playing. We know how good Luca is. We do know how good Luca is, and that's why he's that right? three spot. But what what Luka is at spot. his best? He's not at his best this year. That's all I'm saying. He's not at his okay. best. He's not at his best, but he's still deserving of that third spot. I don't think so. He's deserving of that third spot. Who are you putting over him? Draymond. <laughs> Look, the Warriors are are killing. You're talking it. about impact, all right? I, I'm I'm willing to be with you that Draymond is is an impact player. Mm-hmm. I'm but saying John the Warriors. Mar- the you're, Warriors you're, you're, don't you're, have you're saying you're saying you're giving it to you're giving it to D book over over Jaw when Jaw clearly means more to the Grizzlies, okay? I just look. And now you're giving it to Draymond over Luca, which is debatable. Luca means a lot to that team too. It does mean a lot so to you're, the team. You're, but the you gotta stay consistent in this judging of the of the starters, man. Again, the Warriors will not be where they are without Draymond. Of course. And neither would the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies wouldn't be sitting at three, and the Mavericks would probably be a bottom four team in the West.
I don't think there's the standing shows shoot like a true like value where a team's at right now. Right, like if right now? if you were to shake it up, you know what I mean? Because like we're projecting like this is yeah. fourth okay. at the end of the season, right? I just don't think it's going to be sustained at, at this level again all through through the end of the season. All right, I, I mean I'm not. So I don't you, hate you the Draymond. I don't hate the Draymond thing. I'm just saying that you got to keep it consistent when you're talking about. I'm, John I am Rick. consistent. No, you're not, bro. I'm just saying like. If you were to you, play out, because you you're not just picking the first half of the season, you get rewarding this thing. You're rewarding it because you expect him to compete. Con, con you don't expect Jaw to continue. I I think he's gonna continue. I don't think the Grizzly will continue winning at this level. You don't think you don't think Luca will continue? I think Luca will get better as the season goes on. It's maybe, but he's thinking right now. Okay, so that's the thing, Grayson. That's inconsistent. You're saying, oh well, this team. I don't expect them to win down the road, but Luca on the other hand, no. I expect them to get good down the road. But I'm not going to reward him for that. I expect the Warriors to continue to be more consistent, and I do as well. Than, than the than the the Mavericks, right? Yeah. I expect the Suns to be more consistent than the Grizzlies. Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's not that I'm docking against them. I'm just awarding some who I think is high, at a higher level. I'm not. It's not a knock on John Morant. It's not a knock on Luca. But I just think these players are more valuable to the league right now. All right. Well, I I won't be mad. But I. I anyway, that was a good that was a good debate. All um, right. Honorable mentions. Throw honorable, it out there. Honorable mentions for the for the West. Donovan Mitchell. You okay. Throw him on there. I got Donovan Mitchell. In fact, on mine. actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna put D book first because he's more deserving than Donovan Mitchell of. Of an honorable mention, so I just want to switch that around. Okay. Pretend I said D book first. Number two, Donovan Mitchell. Number three, Draymond Green. I don't think you like again. Those are players. I have two of those players on my All Star starters. Yeah, and, and, and I think I think it the was same mind. Like two of the players. I'm, I'm assuming. I really hope that two of the players on my starting lineup are on your honorable mention list, or else that is disrespect. So number one, Jaw. Okay. Okay. To put some respect on his name. CB three. <sighs> Why do you do this, Grayson? And Donovan Mitchell. Who is it? Is it is it D book or is it is it is it CP three? What do you mean? Is it D book or is it CP three? I say CP three. CP three matters more to the Suns about winning. Okay, if I can put Steph and you're you're using this winning stuff. You're using this winning metric. And Draymond, we know it takes two all stars, superstars to lead a team. CP three is not a superstar. Well, he's an all star. He's a star. He's an all star. He's a star. He's an all star. He's a star. Old head. He's he's playing great, okay? Okay, he's playing good. Right? Is so, it D-Book or is it CP3? Tell me. You can't just give me the, is it both? Which one matters more to their winning season? Oh, because I think they, it's D-Book. I think, you think it's D-Book. I think it's D-Book. I think that's ridiculous. We can think that. It's fine. Bro, Suns before Chris Paul, after Chris Anyway, let's move on. He's Start brought things and they adopted it, but I think it's D-Book. Right. D-Book's no, team. I think he's still developed. I think he's I think, still I think he's taking great strides in his game. I'm with you. I think Jaw deserves still it more this team. year. I think Jaw deserves it more this year. You can't give me that. I expect the Suns to win in the future because that's ridiculous. I, the Suns are winning now and in the future. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but you can't say that. But so what I'm saying is like, like I have to bet money on it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm obviously the Suns are winning now. I think the Suns will win again the second half of the season. Yeah, I yeah I, I right? understand. We can't have that. One hundred percent in the Grizzlies now. Where they're, where they're at, I see. Mm-hmm. Wow, I rec- I recognize it. That's crazy. The second half, I'm just like. Yeah, maybe. Like, I'm not saying they aren't going to do it. I said like, but my trust level is just not as high. Yeah. So that's where I'm like, John Morant's I, great. And, and I don't. I'm not, my trust level isn't as high with the Grizzlies either. But I just think John Morant is deserving of an All Star starter. Well, I think the same conversation goes for the Blazers when it comes to Damian Lillard, right? Like previous to the They're last. Always going to be like six to eight seeds. Right. And so that's that's. I mean, unless something changes drastically to the roster, like it's the same thing for Jaw. Like yeah. okay. great team, I mean, great player. On like an average team, it's not outlandish. It's just that 
I think Jaw deserves a revoke, and we just have to agree to disagree on this one. That's fine. I, well, Jaw's on the edge for me, so it's like okay. I could I could switch John Moran debug easy. Okay. Luca is the one where I'm like, I just feel like he's not playing to his. Who's, who's your third? Oh, I said Donovan Mitchell. The West, so give the, it to the me. Jazz were playing good. Give it to me. Jaw, CP3, Donovan Mitchell. <sighs> CP3, like. Again, number one in number one in the. You think it's debug? League, so though. if you think it's debug, I think I don't think CP3. Who are the guards? Who are the gu- let's look, in the All Star in the All Star voting right now? Can you look up the All Star voting for me real quick? Um, yeah, guards in the West. Give me the top. Give me the top. Curry, guard. Morant, Yoke, uh, Doncic. As it should be, Curry and Morant. Thompson, Booker, Chris Paul. I mean Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. So Russell Westbrook shouldn't even be on the list, right? <laughs> and neither so, should Clay. And Clay shouldn't be on the list either. All respect to Clay, bro. We love Clay. All right, I think they're great. I mean, Clay is actually more of a front court player now, but. <laughs> uh, but like, Chris Paul's there. Donovan Mitchell's right under him, and Lillard. I don't know why Lillard's there. To be honest, only played like. 15 games this season. <laughs> so. I, mean, I love him. He's my favorite player, but yeah, he's yeah. Like he's, he hasn't played that many games, so. All right. Well, anyway, right. those are some 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 good names, but um yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right, getting back into it, right? So, talking about mid-season rewards. I think we should start off with six men of the year. And so what are your thoughts? Six men of the year. What do you think? So, it's weird you decided to start with this one. Uh, I haven't really been like paying too much attention to guys coming off the bench this year but i mean it seems like it's almost the same people every year you got jordan yeah. clarkson lou williams matrez like it's hard because you kind of have to watch and it's more like the second half of the season yeah. like, all like these awards watch. are right right but more with six men a year because you have to make sure they don't play enough games as a starter <laughs> so if they get like <laughs> if there's injuries and they get bolstered to a starter they kind of there's a certain amount of games as a starter they can they can play and so that would like discredit them. Like for me, I would be like, oh, Anthony Simon is the sixth man of the year to to watch, but he's played too many games yeah, as a starter. Exactly. Right? So, um, I like one of the guys I had actually uh, as a sleeper earlier this year was Jalen Brunson. We talked yeah. about him a little earlier yeah. in the episode. I thought he would emerge to be that, which he kind of has. I don't want to yeah. say he's been he's been playing bad by any means, but I had him as my, one of my sleepers to take that step, and it almost took like it seems like he took a half step. You know, yeah, he hasn't quite reached it. He hasn't. It's not and he's not. Dominant. His minutes aren't that high. I think he's averaging like eighteen to twenty minutes. So I, 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 I'm gonna fact check myself on that. But anyway, uh, you well, know, if if there's a defensive uh, six minute a year, maybe Matisse Thybul. That would be, that'd be interesting. But I think he might have started games too. So I'm gonna have to look at it too. Um, moving on though, I think we should. Next, we should get into like most improved or defensive player. Which one? Yeah, most improved. Move, um, most improved. Most improved. I got my boy. And we mentioned him earlier. I don't know if this is your pick, but Darius Garland. I think he's definitely up there for me. I think I think he. I'm not sure. Like he's looking kind of like a runaway favorite in my eyes. Like okay. a lot of people are saying Jaw, but Jaw's been at, like, no, that's disrespectful to Jaw to, to give him that kind of award. Mm. He's been at that level. He's he's taken he's taken strides, but let's not act like he was some scrub. Okay. Right. Uh, Darius Garland, kind of a scrub. I'm not. No disrespect to Garland. Like I've, right. I've already said a lot of praise about him in this episode, but his leap has been bigger than Morant's. But but what still? But what Morant's is Morant is doing is is much more impressive. I think what what like what you have to think about is like what does this award really mean? Because sometimes this award could mean right. Oh, it's like it's a good player becoming a great player. What's so and so? But I think the last like several years, it's been. Who are you to like? Oh, we know who you are, right? <laughs> yeah. So like, you think about C.J. McCollum's most improved, Pascal Siakam's 
Sayakam's most improved. They went from like, who are you to like, oh, we know who you are, yeah, you know, type exactly. of thing. So on my list I think, of I think names, Garland's kind of that guy. Garland's one of those guys. Yeah. I definitely have Garland like in the mix of it for sure. Um, It'd be disrespectful not to. Yeah, I think Cole Anthony's kind of in the mix. That to be honest too, like he's he's quietly emerging it's, on that it's just, list. I, I feel bad for players who play. Miles Bridges. Yeah. Miles Bridges is. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Miles you know what I'm saying. Sure. But Miles has like. He's been doing this every year. He's been getting better. Yeah, but his jump is significant. Like if, if you you're talk, the like average, last year his shooting like took a huge leap. Like we we both know this as like like NBA freaks, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? ball freaks, ball maybe. freaks, bro. Um, but like the the average Joe to Joe, average Joe or the, the, the everyday household, uh-huh. they don't know Miles Bridges' name until this year. Unless you watch them Hornets announcers, yeah. bro. Those Hornets <laughs> yeah, the announcers. announcers. <laughs> There's someone else I had in mind, and I just I'm totally throw spacing. Him out. Throw him out. Um, why don't you take a take a second? Because I well, think about it. so the thing about the most improved uh, 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 award is that sometimes we look at like people who have gotten good over uh, the previous like. Several I got years. it. I got it. So so the other person I have again, this doesn't fit the category of like no name to some name. Uh-huh. Um, is Kaus Kuzma? Like he's coming out of the woodworks. It's like whoa! Like where did that come from? You know what I mean? Bro got so much hate. Like, he got so much hate. Like he was like. You are stinking the the Lakers, right? To like, he wasn't oh the man, like the the Lakers have problems. <laughs> the Lakers have some problems, and it's actually not Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, and the uh, and they traded half away their depth, and they got worse. <laughs> they, they really got worse, and and the Wizards are like not great, but you know they yeah. they were did decent. They had a long good run in the beginning, and that's I, I, they were like the number one seed after ten games. Yeah, so like, yeah, they were great, and then I think a lot of that's Kyle Kuzma and then Anthony Simons on my list, obviously for most improved, but I don't think kids. Yeah, he's a name you want to throw. He's in the yeah. He's my name, but yeah. Um. Well, I don't think I could settle on one. <laughs> but let me settle on one anyway. But, but no. But, but back to what I was saying. I think when we're judging these most improved, we often make the mistake of talking about guys like like Miles Bridges. Okay, and here's why I'm gonna say he's a mistake. He hasn't made one great stride in a year. Mm-hmm. He made two good strides over the course of two years, which overall was a great stride in his game, but it's not like he made this one-year leap. Right, like, like, Gar- we, Gar- like we saw, like we see with Garland, like we see with Anthony Simons, who's coming out of nowhere. Right. Okay? Like, yeah, he was kissing the he was kissing the rim during the yeah. during the dunk contest, but I think when you put a guy like Miles Bridges in there, it's kind of like, it, it kind of seems like you weren't paying attention. Like, I'm, I'm not saying this about you. Like, no, yeah. I, yeah. I know, it just seems like, he was doing. He was. He was he getting was better last things. year. Yeah, he, he was, was getting better things. last year, and You're this right. year he's even better. Like first, what he was just a highlight reel his rookie year, right? Right. He's, is he a third year player? I think he's a fourth. Fourth year player. player? Yeah. His, yeah. His first two years, he was just highlight reels, dunks, some chase downs, throw a couple chase downs. In and there. he didn't play that much. And he didn't. He, yeah, he didn't play that much. Then he started spacing the floor. He got more minutes. Lamelo threw him some dimes. Lamelo. And now. Lamelo. And now, you know, he's a he's a board. I don't know. He's not a borderline all star, but he's a borderline, like future star in this league. He's one of those guys that has the tools, has the athleticism, has the mindset. Obviously, we've seen how he's been getting better mm-hmm. to become a good player in this league. And I just think it's a little, it's a little disrespectful to say like, oh, he came from nobody to, like, I'm not saying you're saying this, but a lot of people say, that, oh, well, he just came on the block. And a lot of Hornets fans, maybe they're just like, they'll get saying, offended by they're, that. They're, they're they'll saying, get offended by that. <laughs> they're saying, oh, well. We, we just want a Hornets player to get an award. Well, too bad. Yeah. Lamelo got Rookie of the Year. Settle for that. Um, Miles Bridges is a, he's a good player. He's made good strides, but he's not a one-year wonder. 
He's not. I mean, not, not a one-year wonder, but he didn't make this in one no year. Only, this is yeah, a, this is yeah. an over the course of time uh, stride we've seen in his game. So anyway, that was just what I wanted to there's comment. Just, on. There's two more players I want to get love, and I don't know if they fit this category. And one is like, uh, probably hasn't played enough games to assume it. One is Desmond Bain on the Grizzlies. <gasps> so that's probably you know talking about John Morant making jumps. Mm, Desmond, Desmond Bain. Bain making huge jumps. Yeah. Um, and the second one is Max Struess. Struess. <laughs> 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 from the from the Heat. There's <laughs> a, no, a flamethrower from three. <laughs> He's he's not from the U.S. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. He looks like he's. Just, I, I'm not trying to say anything, but he looks like he's foreign. And bro, he hits. He's he, he bro, he's, a he's cooking up. He's a flamethrower. Cooking up. I, I I like how you put his name in there. Throw some respect. Just, just in like it. his name is coming up. Like you just see it like trending on different things. And then did you watch the interaction between him and Butler? No. Where Butler was like, yeah, that guy. If the coach wasn't yelling at me to pass the ball to him. Ugh, he's trash, you know. I just, I just <laughs> love that, <laughs> bro. Yeah. Um. And they walk past each other and they flick each other off. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this because we're almost done talking with the Grizzlies. Yeah. The Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. And I heard this on, on, on the, on the Pick Aside podcast, which I'm a big fan of. You guys, I don't know, I don't you know, we don't have a lot of, um, podcasts to listen we to. Listeners, <laughs> we don't have a lot of listeners, but you guys should go check them out if you're listening. Uh, my, my boy jo- Joel Moran, uh, on the Pick Aside podcast was said this, and I couldn't agree more. The Grizzlies are a Jaron Jackson breakout away from being contenders. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. I think, and, and we've seen like some of the stuff he can do. He's a good spacer. He shoots like weird, like it makes you think it's never gonna go in. It's but a little he flat. Shoot, he shoots. He sh- he's been shooting like rel- relatively efficient. I think he takes that step. That takes the Grizzlies over the top. Puts them as, as like a top, like top five team in the league, but. They're, they're contenders. They're, they're, they're contenders. If if he breaks out and he becomes an all star, if they have all stars, if they if they have two all stars in um, they have qual- first of all they have quality role players in Desmond Bain, Stephen Adams. If they get those two all stars, I think I think the sky's the ceiling for this Grizzlies team. The only problem is they're a small market team, kind of hard to sign big free agents. But I think they're developing their themselves well with these draft picks. Oh, they have they have a great team, and and great you know the the thing team. about the thing about uh, J- Jaron Jackson Jr. Right? Yeah, he's an. A- Anthony Davis light without the injuries. I mean, he's still a little injury prone. Jaron Jackson Jr. without Anthony Davis without injuries. He's like and he's eighty light, eighty light. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean by that? Can you he's, explain he's that? He's not. You know, like, like AD, if I can't explain that, I don't know. AD, when AD locks in and he's in the game, right? Offensive, yeah. defense. Yeah. He can almost be the best player on the floor. Yeah. At all time. When Jaron Jackson locks in, he'll probably be the best defensive player on the floor. And in spurts, he could be great, give you great offense. Hmm. Right. I think so. Light. He's not quite the same yeah, level. I I understand. I baby 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 AD. So baby light, AD. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. Um, not the paid full subscription version of a AD, but you know, like you just, not a discount, but you know the the sample. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, let's move on to the next award. Defensive Player of the Year, oh or boy. mid mid season DP. Um. I think it has to go to Rudy Gobert. I think. Uh. I'm tired of giving it to him, bro. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. Someone yeah. else get so the let's, award. Let's give him a of, who are some other people we could give it to? But yeah, the Jazz have the best defense in the league. So <laughs> it's rid- and and like you take him off that team. And it's not the same. It's not the same. It really is not the no. same. I love oh, Draymond. I love maybe, maybe other list name uh, you throw in there. So just if, if he if he can stay healthy, I know he's been having some injuries recently. Yeah. And he was talking about it on the Draymond Green show. The Draymond Green show. Yeah, his show is great. Dude. I like his show. I love his show. Uh, but if he can stay healthy and like continue this his progress, and the Warriors keep winning, I think you have to consider him. He's always me, he, he's always considered. In throw that me award. three names of like let's just add some names to the mix that you feel like are like hey I want to throw these names in the mix and they're deserving. 
Uh, you go first. All right, three names, okay? Jared Allen of the Cavaliers. Okay. He, they're not great defense, but if they have any defense, it's between him and Mobley. So, um, don't say Bam. <laughs> not Bam. <laughs> uh, I just lost it. But the other person I have is uh, Matthias Thibel. I think he has the best, um, like one-on-one player defensive, like advanced metrics. I think for it, mm-hmm. and his defense is so like unorthodox. It's kind of fun to watch him. Uh, and the third one, uh, it's another big. I just lost it though. So go ahead. What do you? Well, I only I only have two right now, but. The first is this is a bit of a stretch, so I'm not gonna say him first. But I'm gonna say Bam. I'm gonna say, I'll say Bam first, okay? Okay. I think Bam, he's just one. Th- to the ability to guard one through five like him is hard to find. Okay, it's yeah. It's hard to find. And one of my boy, uh, another player that I really like, that I like to, we'll call him, we'll call him Baby Bam. We'll call him Baby Bam. Rob Williams. Oh yeah. Of okay. the Boston Celtics. Fair enough. Great rim protector. I feel like if he can step it up, I, his problem is like, like, let's be real. Rudy Gobert can't shoot, so if he's getting, if he, if, if, if Robert Williams can take a jump to the point where he's, I think he's already top five in like, in like shot blocks, shot blocking and whatnot. We'll, we'll take a look at those stats, but yeah. he, I think if he takes that leap, he's up there. Like if Rudy Gobert can win it with that shot he has, Robert Williams certainly can. Yeah, so I remember my last name. It's Jaron Jackson Jr. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then, just to like, just for fun, just to like, if it could do this, uh, Lonzo Caruso, <laughs> that duo, <laughs> the duo, because they are scary defensively, mm. right? So those are, those are some names to just mix it up. But I think yeah. Rudy Rudy's gonna take it. So Miles Turner has he been playing? Like I don't watch a lot of Pacers games. Has he been healthy? He's just been injured the last like week. Okay, okay, okay. So, so Rudy Gobert, uh, number one is Miles Turner's two point eight. Number two, Rudy Gobert, 2.3. Number three, Jaron Jackson, 2.2. You know, your, your, your boy. Robert Williams, 2.1. But his defensive efficiency, I think I heard is like it's like top top five. And I, I, yeah. I, I you might want to check And I think opponents' that. field goal in, when in the vicinity is probably a better metric for defense. His wings, he's not even that tall. He's 6'8", six 6'9". Six bro, there's no, like, he, he looks so, so much he, taller than When he, he stood next to Robert Covington. He's 6'9", bro, how? When he stood next to Robert Covington, like, those guys are the same height. <laughs> He's got like a seven foot wingspan. Yeah, but he has those crazy hop like shoes. Seven so. point, yeah. All right, moving on. Bull, bull, Celtics, Celtic player. Rookie bull, bull. of the year. Rookie of the year. This I'm gonna one? be, I'm gonna be real. I let don't think. Go, this, let me go first. I don't think this one is much of a debate. It's not much of a debate. I, I, I hope, I hope. I'm but sitting. Those, those second and third out there. Just okay. The of it. So. The who's, clear, who's the clear favorite. Clear favorite. Evan Mobley. Yeah, hands down. Hands down. Uh, the year he's been putting on. Um, did you expect it to be this good? No. Right away. You know what I mean? I mean, well, okay. I don't want to sound like a hater when I say I didn't expect him to be that good. No, no, I don't but like the hating. impact that he's given to this Cavs team, defensive side of the ball, and he's been hitting his shots too. And the thing is, like, so what everyone thought the reason why he would maybe maybe not do so well is his frame, right? Like he's so thin, and it, his frame, his ability to play, and the way he plays it reminds me of one player, bro. Here's my comp, ready? Oh my goodness, throw it at me, bro. Bro, and it's actually it's not that 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 spicy because I think Kevin Love just said it too, uh, Kevin Garnett. He just threw that comp out there. Okay. Kevin Love threw that out there, and JJ Redick was all loving it. Cause to be honest, like, when's the last time you saw a skinny frame player like this who has multi-skill levels, you know, play I mean, come K- in? KG, I mean, he wasn't that skinny, was he? He, had he was skinny. really skinny. Dude, well, well, young him, young him. On That's the what Kimball. I'm saying. Like, coming in as a, he, as a rookie. On, he put on some meat when he was a Celtic, no, but he's still he's, skinny. Slim yeah, frame. He's still big. skinny now. Slim frame, big. Yeah. 
my number t- my number two, and we'll go we'll go two to two. Okay, I'll okay. I'll say my two, and then you'll say your your, okay. your second. Um, my number two. I think he's actually a clear number two right now, Scotty Barnes. Yeah, <sighs> I I understand that the Raptors have had some struggles lately. Can um, we go, can we go to four spots in the want to go to four? Okay, yeah, because I just I just I need to get love to another player. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I'll give I'll give you Scotty Barnes. I don't think they like. I think you can go either way with Scotty Barnes. And my guy at number two is Cade. Okay. And Cade. like he is two A, and Scotty Barnes Cade is two B. Just fun to watch, bro. I so only watch the pitch the Pistons to watch Cade. I, that's what <laughs> I watch him do. And I also watch if Killian Hayes will actually make a shot because oh. there's there's a guy I watch, Chris O'Connor, and he like loves <laughs> loves Killian Hayes. <laughs> but I'm just like I just want to see if that guy will succeed. So oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, the problem is the the Raptors have had have been a little cold. I get I'm. I apologize for saying who's he's a clear second, uh, Scotty Barnes. But I just think no, that he's scary. You dude. have to take you have to take some you have to take some consideration to seeding, and I think he can put your best player out when of you're the game. You're at eleven and thirty-five. I mean, I understand that Kate's a generational prospect, right? Generational talent. Like you don't find a lot of well, six-eight guards are becoming a lot more common, but he's still special. He's special. Um, and I think I think I don't think you're wrong for putting Scotty Barnes there because like he can take out your favorite player and the best player of the team out of the out of that game. All right. Are you, are you ready for my Are you ready for my hot take? This is my third. I have him over Giddy. You have okay. him over. I have him over Jalen Green. And okay. you have him over Kate Cunningham. No, I can't. Uh, never mind. Never mind. So Kate, is, Kate's three. No, no, no. So they're they're two. They're two. They're number two. They're two. So a, two can B. we agree that those are our top three? Scotty Barnes, like in, yeah, yeah, in no but, particular order. But you just, let's just say Kate Cunningham and, and Scotty Barnes are tied for second. Okay. Two A two B. Okay. Two A two B. My number three. Don't don't throw no shade, bro. Herb Jones. <laughs> okay. Herb Jones, bro. Like slept on season, <laughs> slept on season this year, bro. Like I like him for real, for real. I like him. Um, he's a good player, and his, his I just defense have a is scary. Three. And he's starting to hit some. He's starting to hit some shots. I I think at this point, who you pick at number three is fine. Okay. Okay. My number three is gonna be different though. Who? Franz Wagner. Oh, he's, I, he's nice. I'm sorry, bro. I, I no disrespect okay. to the Jazz, but I just see jazz that nine and thirty. Magics. I mean Magic, nine and thirty-five. And like it just turns me, it turns me off, bro. About all the no. The, the thing co- is, th- they have so much talent down there. It's I just think Herb Herb could actually become a better player than uh, Franz Wagner. But mm-hmm. this year, coming in production of a of a, okay. a rookie, yeah, Franz, Wagner. Franz Wagner. He's okay. he's a bit of a do it all player. If you had Franz Wagner on your team, I think you'd be pretty happy with him being a starter. We or had his a brother last year, who's kind of trash. Yeah, Mo is not that good, but he's playing <laughs> kind of crazy with his Mo brother. Mo Wagner. Yeah. Bro, didn't Mo Wagner get into some beef with someone like a year ago? Who did he get into some beef with? He gets some beef with everyone. He almost tried to fight. Um, <laughs> he tried to fight Demar this last game against the Bulls. Oh my goodness! So wait, who's who's like who rounds out your number five? Okay, or four and five. I, I was gonna say Franz. I was gonna say Franz. rookie team, first rookie all team. Okay, so first rookie team. Ooh, well, are we gonna take into account positions? Let's do it. Uh, I think we have our positions covered actually with the four. Well, I only had I only had uh, okay. We have, we have five actually. We have all five. Right. So so Cade at the one. Okay. I mean, yeah, you can be Caden one. Yeah. Okay. Evan Mobley, I guess you gotta ha- kind of put him at the five. Five. Herb Jones at the four. Okay. Is he, does he? He's like a small he can, forward. He can play. Forward. He can play a guard too. <laughs> but you can you can just throw Scotty Barnes as a two. To be honest. Yeah, Scotty Barnes is at, at the at the power forward then. Or, or at the two. Dude, can, I swear you can play anything. Scotty Barnes yeah, can play so anything. Yeah, Franz Wagner can play two to four. Well, yeah, Franz Wagner at the four. Okay. Um. Herb uh, Jones at the three. Herb Jones at the three. Scotty, Scotty Barnes, Barnes at the two. Okay, yeah. so that's our rookie. That's our rookie. That's our rookie team for that's you guys. A, you know, imagine if that was just a team. That'd be a scary starting lineup to play again. <sighs> Let's be real, bro. That team is not getting over five hundred. 
if the, if it was just a five on five, you know, like five players, I think they they I think they break five hundred. I think they break five hundred. Well, think about it. Like those teams are some those are some quality players. Like There's, on yeah. other teams that you're taking away. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, I mean, well, to, let's be fair. You play the Pistons. It's, anyway, I was really I was really upset. Um, that <laughs> never mind. Yeah. But anyway, those are our uh. Rookies, Those are our uh, rookie, our rookie of the year candidates, and our rookie team. Um, and we did defensive team. Yeah. What about MVP candidates? MVP. So the M. Okay. The throw, throw most valuable player. Okay. Who? Okay. We we know that more than likely it's not going to be the most exciting name that we think will be yeah, it, facts. right? Like, um, if we're gonna guess what the the league or the who who gets voted in, it's I'm, probably Jokic, right? Uh, I was actually thinking Steph because everyone's like, no, oh, Steph, Steph has been Steph. cold this year. I think he has another. Wait, no, 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 not this year. I, I forgive me for my language. All you listeners, Steph has not been cold. He's this been year. on it this year. He's been cooling down. He's becoming a little human these past couple of weeks. Yeah, I think he's gonna. And I love uh, Steph. I think Steph's he, my guy. he always ramps up after All Star break though. He ramps up after. I I, I don't look. <laughs> I I haven't really noticed that. And I think Jokic is also. Cooling you always down. notice that because you're like trying to compare stats to Dame and whatnot. Oh well, yeah, because he always <laughs> ramps up the same time as Dame, so it's kind of like frustrating. Yeah. It was but fun watching them go at it in the All Star game. Like on great. the same team, it's kind of cool. Uh, um, I think uh, Jokic. I don't. I don't think he's consensus this year. I think the last year he everyone's hot was, take. Right? Everyone's hot take is Ja. Ja Morant. Bro, kids. I'm seeing everyone's Ever hot take. Ever since Draymond Green said that on his show, that's what I'm saying. People are like. Oh, I just don't think it's true. It's not. I don't think it's gonna it's happen. It's not. And it's like Luca winning. You, 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 you hear the praise I just said on this episode about Ja. Yeah. He's not that. He's not. No, he is that guy. He, he is, is that, that guy. guy. But he's not an MVP candidate. If, if he's not top five. If he launches the the Grizzlies to the first spot and holds on to the first spots as they enter the playoffs, he is that guy. Okay. That's the only way he wins it. Regardless of playoff success, like what if he gets? No, no, yeah, it's just it's a regular season award. I get. So. It. I, I know, but like sometimes I swear the, I know, reg- the, the second season has an impact on it. I think the, they can the, win. The, if the season, if they can prove that they can take first, I think they can take the first round. Yeah, absolutely. There's right? no if way. They, if they get to the point where they're first overall, I think they they can. And the, who will they be, be facing? Who will they be facing? Dude, if, like, they'll, they'll be mixing with the Spurs, the Blazers, <laughs> the Kings. <laughs> well, if they were to make the first. Maybe like, maybe LeBron gets stuck all the way down there in the eighth. That's the only scary person down there. Yeah, if they were to make the. There'd be Clippers, Lakers. If the Lakers, Lakers are in are the eighth eight. spot, that's one team I'm going to be like. Yikes! That's it maybe scary. don't want to play them. Um, so, yeah. um, the uh, like so LeBron M- MVP candidates. Uh, I got Jokic at the at the first. I don't think he's consensus, but I think he's first. I, I just don't think he's playing that great. All right, no, let, like let, he doesn't have enough talent well, around to look great. Real. Let's be real. Mid season award. Mid-season so like, award. who's winning it now? Not who do we think will win MVP? Okay, let's let let let's, let's make that clear. Mid season award. Who's winning it now? Who's winning it now? I think it's Jokic. I still think it's Steph. But we can agree to disagree because it's like it's. Jokic is a floor raiser, bro. He's a floor raiser. Your team is not missing the playoffs Steph without Curry Jokic. Curry is a franchise raiser, bro. Franchise raiser. He played last He's year. He's a generational talent. He played last year. Dude, I don't want to. Dude, you're you're putting me in this position where I'm gonna have to slander Steph. I'm not no, gonna. You don't have to slander Steph because you just you can me, just say you like you're putting, you like Jokic I, I like better. Jokic. I like, like Jokic, and I, and I think he won the MVP this first half. And we don't have season. to agree on this. We're just saying. Yeah, like, but you're putting me. You're, you're giving me this also, look I'm, that I'm I have also, to tell you. I have to tell you. Yeah, I'm gonna slander Steph real quick. So no, I can, no, no, I can don't slander point. Steph. All I'm just saying, like, who I think is most likely to win the award is Steph. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, I don't. I'm not saying Jokic so, is not the best. But well, what did I just said? I also think who 
is winning it now. First season, you still think it's Steph? I still think it's Steph. Okay, I think it's and Jokic, then, and I think Jokic will win the award. So I think we're just gonna have to agree to disagree on that one. Um, um so here's my. Here, can I make an argument for it? That's not gonna slander to Jokic okay. or Steph. I think they're kind of ne- they could go either direction with it, but I think the narrative will probably lean towards Steph. Just because this he's... This is you, Grayson, saying that I think Steph will win. What, Who deserves it? Which accolade is going to be like, oh my gosh, guys, this is, he just did this oh year. Taking that three-point record from Ray Allen will be considered, has to be considered. Yo, even yeah. though even though it's like, okay, it's not in the season, it's in the season. You know what I mean? So like that's mm-hmm. that's like the narrative that's in play here that Jokic unfortunately has. Mm-hmm. What, what Jokic has is like, yeah, MPG is injured. Uh, MP, MPJ is injured. Um, Murray's injured. So, like, oh, mm-hmm. he's still, like, carrying his team without those top-tier players. But he's he's not a really good team around him. And Jokic is nice, bro. He's real nice. nice. Well, you know what? Now that we're here at the Jokic part, all right, we, we agree that – Do you, can we agree that Jokic and, and Curry are our top two right yeah, now? Yeah. If it goes either, I mean, I'd be happy. Throw some respect on Giannis's name. Defending champ still has the Bucks in a yeah. relatively good yeah. position. But yeah. Let's be real, okay? This is a segment that I'm, I do. Do, do, we, do you think we have enough time to talk about one more segment? Of course, we can do one more segment, Nick. We have to do the half, uh, the first half report card. The first, half, the midseason report. The midseason report. The midseason. Okay, report. so we're gonna choose between three sections, okay? Succeeding, middling, and failing. And you're gonna choose. Okay. Um, okay. We can choose one team for each conference for each of those things. So whatever one team, team conference, it, we can overlap a little bit. But I think I think we're both gonna have the same team in the East. I, I have two teams for each section that could pick. So whatever team you choose. Is okay. Fine. I only have one for the East. <laughs> okay, that's fine. For for succeeding at least. Um. So you know what? Just go ahead and throw your East team. Uh, East succeeding. Well, I think. Do you want to start with succeeding or? Yeah, or? let's start with succeeding. Okay. I think I think you're gonna pick. I think I know who you're gonna pick. So I'm gonna go with the other team. Okay. Uh, I think the Chicago Bulls are succeeding. I don't think anyone After the expected. After they had, though, I think people I think, did. I think people expected them to be five, six, seven, five, six, seven. I didn't. Four, five, six, seven. Okay. I, I expected like. I can't no, say you didn't. Third. No, no one expected, I expected third. I expected four, four through seven. seven I think four through seven, and they're more of they're, two, three, four. Yeah, they're still hanging around that. I understand that you had to come up with a uh, with a second team because it's the East, and there's yeah. one obvious team, which I appreciate you letting me have that. Yeah. But no, but the, I think that's my succeeding East because I just think. So when you say succeeding, you mean you mean like doing what they set what exceeding, exceeding their expectations. Okay. Yeah, because I mean obviously the Brooklyn Nets are succeeding, the Philadelphia 76ers are succeeding. I don't know, I don't know if the Bulls can. Do you think the Bulls will stay a top a top four team? I think they can. They they have the talent. Well, so right now, so let me read the standings off to you. It's the Heat at thirty and seventeen, Nets at twenty nine and seventeen, Bulls at twenty eight and seventeen, and right behind them the, is Bucks. the defending champions, the Bucks. So I think they could get bumped down to the four, but I I don't think they're going lower than the I don't Cavs. think I don't think you expect it to be in a tier number one in the East. Yeah, and they okay, are in I'll tier give number you that. one. Like, so that's what I'm guessing. Unless you're like an unless you were like a, a Bulls fan. Yeah, um, diehard like, Bulls fan. <laughs> diehard Bulls fan, <laughs> hoping for someone to pop. Yeah, yeah. I just don't think I'll you expect them in tier one. I, yeah. maybe right. two tier. I, so. I I I'll, I'll appreciate. It. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, my uh, my I took the obvious pick here. Yeah. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay. No one expected this from them. No hands down. No one expected this we from them. We still expected they a lot of expected teams. to be the, the third lowest seed in the East. Like I think the only Maybe people... maybe the stretch fighting for the tenth spot maybe. that I play in. Maybe. No, I wouldn't even think I didn't even think. No, I thought gonna... maybe like there's a chance, right? You could move okay. from fifteen or sixteen no fifteen to the tenth. Like there there's a there's enough like they're bad they're doing there. better than I mean, there's where the Celtics thought. There where I thought the Celtics would be at, at this time of year. They're definitely a more, more congruent team than the Celtics are, unfortunately. 
What do you mean by that? Like the team works better together than the Celtics. Every team works better than together than the Celtics. The only <laughs> reason the Celtics get wins is because we have so much talent. You have so much talent. <laughs> we just can't use the it. The talent over there on the the Cavs are there, and it works well right now. So, you know. hey, shout out to that team. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, so we're still in the East. We're just hanging in the East. Who is middling in the East? Middling. I got my pick. Okay, you go first because I'm still. At, I have to pick one. I have my team. I bleed green. The oh, Boston Celtics. Okay. We're midding, bro. We're mid. We're middling. We're hanging in that mid area. We need to step it up, bro. We can't do the fans like this. The Boston sports fans have had enough heartbreak. Okay. The Red Sox lost in the ALCS. Okay. The Patriots got blown out by the Bills a couple of th- uh, a couple mm. uh, weeks ago. Which check out that episode with my cousin. Me and Ruben talked about the Patriots getting humiliated by the Bills in Highmark Stadium, and also. Boston is a successful franchise, man. We can't do this. We can't be doing this. We've been... This is the worst year we've had since Brad Stevens came. And Brad Stevens, I understand Ime Udoka is the, the new um coach, but Brad Stevens is still very much a part of this team as the GM. And I think he... I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, if, if, if he just goes and talks to Ime and, like, gives him plays to run. But uh, anyway, we're midding. I was expecting us to be from the fifth to seventh range, we're a little mm-hmm. bit underperforming, but I, I'm disappointed, man. I, okay. I, I don't know what else That's I can fair. say. I'm, I'm so disappointed in this team, and I think we're going to get it back together, Grace, and I have hope. I have hope as a Boston sports fan. Any of you Boston sports fans listening, have hope, okay? At some point, talent will factor in, and we'll start getting more dubs at a more consistent pace. Anyway, so Celtics I, are I my have, middling team. I have three teams I'm considering, and I'll tell you which one I'm, I'm, okay. I'm picking, okay? Right. So three teams I'm... Considering middling. I consider middling. Okay. Toronto Raptors. The Washington Wizards. Okay. And the New York Knicks. I think the Knicks are... are no, are, so my pick was actually the okay. Knicks. The Knicks are the middling team for me. Like, the middling team. I don't think so. But the so. other two think, are kind of close. Think, I think they're underperforming. I think they're middling. Dude, they were the fourth seed last year and they dropped seven spots. Well, they're, they're only like, what... They're only 23 like, and 20. Well, to be fair, only the East is good there. this year, bro. Yeah, they the are East good. is good. Like, if you're a 500 and you're not a top, like, well, let, let's look at the teams. Let's they're, look, they're look, only look at the Western Conference. They're only three and a half games back from Charlotte at the seventh spot. Okay, yeah. Well, t- there's, there's teams that are, that are, that are, the Lakers have, are, are under 500 and they're in the eighth spot. That doesn't happen in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there's a bunch of teams that are actually 500. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, they're my Nick. On the bottom of the middling team. Okay. So I, just, I feel like you could have picked. I think they, they I made think, a move I think the Wizards could have been a better one. So but then again, like, do we expect much from the Wizards? I, like, I, I respect the Knicks pick. I, respect I actually feel like the Wizards are like they're not exceeding, but they're doing better they're than doing we better thought. They're doing better than we thought. Okay. And the the Knicks, unfortunately, so what the reason why I didn't put them in failing is because they they made a move <sighs> towards Cameron Cameron and I think they got potentially they they raised their floor. Okay. So I don't. I, th- I, don't think I still so. don't think, I don't think they raise their floor. I think they raise their ceiling. They're kind of bleh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess bleh is 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 mid. Yeah. Uh, mid. Bleh is mid. Uh, failing. <laughs> failing. I think we're gonna have the same one here. Who? Atlanta Hawks. I don't. I don't have the Hawks. It, but you don't have the Hawks. I would consider them failing. failing. I consider them failing. failing they but made it's the not Eastern, my pick. They were a top. Four, they got a bottom four draft pick. If you're getting a bottom four draft pick. Yeah, and you did something good the previous year. You can't be in the 12th seed. Are you kidding me? I understand. There's one team 21 worse than and 25. They're, they're 8.5 games behind out of the playoffs, I think. There's one team worse than them for me. The Pacers. <sighs> Get out of here, Grayson. The, the Pacers were in the playoffs last year. I, no one expected anything from them. 
I just expected. I expected them to get worse I because all these free agents want to move. I mean, all their assets want to move. No one wants to play for the Pacers. I expected them to, to at least be in a play-in. I didn't. I think they're failing. Maybe I did expect them to be thirteen in the below five hundred is pretty bad. That is bad. The, the, yeah, the the Hawks are eight point five below five hundred, which is worse than this than the. They're Pacers only four games 13. out of, and like, they're yeah. the Hawks are only. I swear, one bro, the Pacers battle. have nothing yeah. to look forward to. Rebuild. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what you got over there in 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 Trailblazers. I don't Trailblazers know, man. Country. We'll look at the West and you look at the standings real quick and tell me if it's it's yeah, is dude, it's you guys dark actually have a chance, man. It's ridiculous how you guys are playing this year. That you're twenty and twenty six and you're hanging in the play in. We'll talk about it. We'll get to the West and we'll talk about it. Okay, exceeding, succeed, exceeding or succeeding teams for the West. You go first. I think you're gonna take my team. Uh, I know. I think you'll you'll take that one. I I just want to give a shout out to the Suns to not have ten losses yet is is kind of amazing. So, mm-hmm. um, if they're pacing, the Warriors did that in the whole season. Remember? So, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what crazy. I'm saying. The, we took that. I think I think there's two teams you can go. You go ahead and take the. And I'll, take, I'll the take the Suns because I know I the other no, team. No, don't take pick. the Suns. I think you're gonna mention the. I think you're gonna say the Grizzlies, but I think the Suns, as as a sixty could be a sixty win team just based on their on their on their pace. Yeah. Okay. But um, the Grizzlies are the exciting team, obviously that's exceeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Well. I, let's crazy. not be generic, okay? Everyone can pick the Grizzlies. I'm not gonna pick the Grizzlies either. Okay. 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 Then I'll pick the Suns because the Suns for me was a uh, fifty win team. Okay. But them, you know, kind of scratching at a sixty win team is is kind of exciting. It's, it's impressive. It, it is impressive. impressive. And Chris Paul running that, you know, being the point guard of that show at age 35 or whatever he is, is, is kind of cool. So, mm. Well, my team, I, 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 we could obviously pick the Grizzlies, but, I mean, we, we're going to be basic if we do that. So what we're going to pick, I like the Suns pick, actually. I'm, I'll tell you that. I like the Suns pick. I am picking the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, fair, fair, really fair. I I think I, I like get, what they're they doing. Talk to I like what enough. they're doing, and – I mean, I really hope. If, I don't think there's any Timberwolves fans. I mean, certainly ones who don't who listen to us. But you guys have stuff to look forward to. Okay, yeah. they you really they really do. And I understand that the West is weak. Have you watched? But them I didn't the expect World, them World to be games? 500. I did not expect them to be 500. Their Vegas odds were were not looking good. They were not looking uh, good. And I I think I think they're gonna be hanging. Of course, they're gonna be in the play-in. I I think. I think some of these teams are gonna jump. I think I think I think the Clippers. We'll get a little healthier and they'll jump them. But I think the Timberwolves, even if they make a play, even if they make the play, and that's that's more than I thought they would. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? If you watch the Timberwolves play, and you have to like really watch this, but they use they instead of putting mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell at like the point of attack defense, right, yeah. guarding the guard who's gonna get scre- Cat be scrambled on, <laughs> they switched them where Anthony or whoever is on the point of attack defense, and D'Angelo Russell is playing. The defender on the screen <laughs> didn't make it, so he, he's either dropping or he's he's catching to to do the switch. Okay. So he's not the one that gets stuck on the screen because he's actually fairly decent laterally moving defensively. I think, I think their defensive rating this year is actually been no, it's pretty much good. better than expected. Yeah, and and one of the crazy sw- things is that them doing that. So yeah, the big goes up to the screen and guess who's who's the defender with that big, who's who's attached to that big, the angle <laughs> Russell. <laughs> Oh my goodness, dude! And it's working. How he's playing like Draymond Green. Like I haven't watched role. a lot of Timberwolves games, but I've just been. They seeing. just they do the, that. They do that that pick and roll defense, and they trap with D'Angelo Russell and whoever's coming around the other side of the screen. Oh my goodness! And then Cats in the middle playing like quarterback. And defense. Ka- all right, let's be real. Cats defense is looking better than this year. Than His team defense expected. is better, but in individual, he's individual. Yeah, he's getting he's yeah. getting toasted. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He's a stat batter. Yeah. All right. Um. 
Moving on, you're going to give middling. me your middling team. Um, uh, I, I feel like the – don't pick the Lakers unless – I know the pick. the Blazers you can pick would whatever. be my team Would be my team of, like, middling slash things, but I won't talk – I don't want to really talk about them. A team I think is middling, even though you feel like they're kind of getting up. But I think for the most of the – first half of the season they've been middling is the Mavericks. You expected them to be okay. That the much last ten games, than... last ten games is uh, is different, right? Okay. But the first like first like thirty games of the season is like middling. It was like, okay, oh, what is what are we watching here? So they've definitely I... turned it up the last last ten games. But so the first thirty games like, was kind of like, yeah. First of all, hot take: Mark Cuban is an overrated owner. I don't I don't really like him. Um, he's definitely but, involved. But the most one of the most involved. Uh, I like how he's involved with this team. But I, anyway, regardless of that. I don't, I I just don't think. You mean middling is in? They're not exceeding what what anyone thought, and they're not and they're not like low. Yeah, yeah, middling is. I'll like, take that. I'll yeah. take that. I think that's. They're good. not bad. They're not good. I, like it's just you had a little bit of Mavericks slander with Luka Doncic. Oh, earlier, uh, you mean. earlier. Yeah. I, I'm not even saying Luka's not deserving of that spot, but it just who I think would get picked as all as okay. a starter. So again, um, it's not like the Mavericks. The Mavericks have played great the last ten games, but the first thirty games kind of like. Say like, blah. Okay. It's eating like a it's eating like a bean and cheese burrito <laughs> from Taco Bell without the cheese. Uh, or the jalapeno <laughs> sauce. <laughs> it's just beans and rice. It's just beans and, and rice. tortilla. It's like nah I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a great analogy. Okay. This is gonna be an analogy podcast. You yeah. know? Um no, um, my middling team I'm gonna have to really think about this. It's hard because it's. I, I feel I like the West I, is very div- like. Split. I think I think that like you could say the Lakers are middling, but they're really underperforming. Yeah, like, I would say they're underperforming. So, I'm just gonna go ahead and I'm gonna say the Nuggets. Okay. Like, I understand, and the reason I say that is because no one expected them to be a top five team when all they have is is Jokic. All but Jokic enemies. is a floor raiser. You will not. Okay, you can mark me. You mark my words. Okay, as as. In, in in the words of Charles Barkley, it is guaranteed, bro. <laughs> you will not miss the playoffs with Jokic on your team. That's you won't. Fair. If he's playing. You won't. If he plays. And he's, he plays like – did he play like almost every game last year? I felt like he did. Yeah, he, he's always game. on the floor. He's always – I was watching some Nuggets tape the other day. Every play runs through him, man. Every play. He's got to be responsible for 70% of the points. <laughs> <laughs> like probably it's pretty and, high. And so I think they're admitting because because they're still hanging about they're so they're twenty four and twenty one. They're three games ahead of the team behind them, which is the Timberwolves. And I just think that they don't they don't they're not exceeding expectations. But they're certainly not they're certainly not doing poor considering their state. Yeah. Like even Will Barton's getting injured, their backup. I like I like Monte Morris. He's having an underrated season. But they draft well. Um and it's just like they're a small market team and they can't attract these big free agents and I just they need they they need to make a move man and hopefully Jamal Murray comes back. I think they've been playing they've been playing good. And so what makes them middling and I can agree with you. They're playing good, but they could play better even with the talent that they yeah. even though with the injuries they have. Yeah. I think they could play better. And, and they could certainly the, play worse. They could certainly, also certainly play certainly worse. Certainly play worse. So All right, that that wraps it up for the middling uh, failing teams. team. Failing team. Failing. Failing. You go first. Um, I'll go first for all the East ones. I'll, I'll go first in the in this one. Um, I feel like the Spurs are failing. Like, uh, I don't know how to put this. Like, 
I think they've been failing for the last like couple of years. <laughs> but like even with the expectations that they had, you kind of ex- thought they'd be fighting for that tenth spot, maybe. Yeah, you get you get the impression. I understand. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they have the talent to maybe fight for the tenth spot, but they're just not. Like obviously their draft pick this year, Josh Primo, was I don't know what's going on there. Maybe it turns out, but mm-hmm. like Dejounte Murray and Derek White, and you thought they had some. And that young, you thought like. They could at least be fighting for the tenth spot, and it yeah. it just is not doing so hot. Like, so, I think it's there's no way the Zionless Pelicans is playing better than you know those teams that they that they keep they say are promising and they just continue to be the same every year. They like they're still promising, but like when are they gonna make the jump, man? You gotta oh, make the jump. You're gonna hurt my brother's feelings, but go ahead. Uh, uh, but he knows the truth already. I think the is your brother's first fan. No, he's a Kings fan. Kings fan. No, I, I'm not going to say the Kings are underperforming. Well, because this is what you expect me to do. No one so. expected them to do well. Uh, tell your brother, I'm sorry, okay? No one expected the Kings to be a good team this year. I'm going to go for failing, and I guess because for, cause I don't want to put either of the L.A. teams. You know what? Screw it. The Lakers are failing. Okay. You know? The Lakers are failing. They should Le- be top four. They should be top five, four, f- top five for sure, Okay. When you have LeBron on your team, you are doing something wrong, whether it's management or your 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 coaching, okay, your rotation problems. If Austin Reeves is out on the field, uh, I mean out on the court with 5 seconds left, I I I I get that he's cool. He should not be in the position to hit a game winner for the for the Los Angeles Lakers. Someone should be take else should be taking that shot and you know who it their shouldn't be? Their rotation is seriously screwed up. You know who it shouldn't be? shouldn't be Russell Westbrook. Shouldn't That's be Russell <laughs> <laughs> That boy can't even hit. Dude, did you see what... Uh, uh, um, what's the name of the Lakers coach? Uh, I'm spacing right now. Lakers coach. Uh, Vogel. Uh, Frank Vogel, yeah. Um, He pulled Russ out with like three minutes left in the game. And it was a close game. And Russ was not having it, bro. He was not having it. And I'm like, well, I mean, if you can't make a big shot, your defense is basically non-existent, right? You're fouling people. I mean, best... Like... Worst case scenario, he fouls someone, gets a tech, and 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 breaks a shot going down the field because he's because he's he's feeling himself or something. So the Lakers are failing. We were talking about things they could do, like to 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 overcome it, but I think it's a management problem, dude. Honestly, I think it's a management problem, and I think they really messed up trading away all their depth to the Washington Wizards, who you said are kind of overperforming, and I think it's because of that. I think they have. Yeah. When when the Washington Wizards have more depth than the Los Angeles Lakers, there is a management problem. I mean, how is it how is it going to work, right? Someone help LA. W- Westbrook, who like the most effective what he says, he grabs the ball and he pushes it down the court. <laughs> the last few minutes of the game, that is not what you want to be doing. You want to slow the game the down. The last thing you want to do is save LeBron. Yeah. <laughs> and take that last couple of shots, whatever you want. So you let LeBron well, slow it down to a snail's pace, work the defense, pick it apart every play for the last three minutes. Mm-hmm. You can't do that when you have Absolutely. Westbrook in a game. Yeah, so you have to pull. Lakers are failing. Lakers are failing. Lakers are failing. All right. So, I think is that is that gonna do it, Grayson? That's it for me. That's it. That's it for me as well. This we has should finish with a story. Um, uh, a question. What? You wanna do a last question? What's the last question? You wanna do the last question? No, we're not doing it. Okay. All right, but we are gonna talk about some things on the next basketball episode. One of the things that we couldn't get to this uh, episode, it went a little bit long. Jokic versus Embiid. We have some real opinions on I that. I have one. a. I have actually have a finishing qu- question for you. It's not the question related to that. All right. Jokic and Embiid. Ready? Is the last ball brother deserving of an NBA spot? Is Leandro Ball deserving of an NBA spot? 
You know, I, I feel so bad for him, man. I feel so bad. I, I don't know what to say. I It's just, he's looking at his younger brother succeeding and his older brother succeeding. And he's like that stereotypical middle child, bro. He got the worst of both worlds. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, I don't think so. I think, think so? I think I think he should have been drafted. I think he should have been drafted. But, I mean, I haven't watched a lot of G League games. Is he still in the Hornets G League squad? He's still in the G League squad. Call him up, bro. See what he does. You bro, know, if, that's what I'm saying. If, Call him up. If if all these randos can get a 10-day contract, why can't LiAngelo Ball? Bro, can, if, if Austin Reeves is taking the Lakers' last shot, shot, why can't, why can't LiAngelo Ball get a shot? What I'm saying? If, that, if there's anything you can take away from this episode, take that. <laughs> Austin Reeves is taking the Lakers' last shots, and LiAngelo Ball can't get a spot on our roster. Or any roster. <laughs> on a roster. Are you telling me there's not a spot there's on the Houston be. Rockets for a LiAngelo yeah, Ball? for sure. Or a spot on the Oklahoma City Thunders for a LiAngelo Ball? Ball. Bro, someone signed this man. It's someone like it was kind of like. I mean, I don't want to compare it because there's a lot of like political stuff. But the Kaepernick situation, right? Like, he's just too polarizing, right? Like, well, I don't think Leandro compares to like like the the, the off court situations that they were having. But um, like Kaepernick was still better than a good portion of the quarterbacks out there. Mm-hmm. And like, I guess like. At the time, it was like a huge deal. Oh, we can't have this guy on our team because it'll mess with the locker room and the, and the politics that are going on. But he was still better than a lot of the quarterbacks out there. And I think the same – like, I'm looking at some of these guys playing in the NBA, and I'm like, there's no way Leandro Ball is worse than that guy. Um, I agree. I agree. You're telling me the Detroit Pistons, Pistons can't use a Leandro Ball? Yeah. Sign him. Someone sign Someone this sign man. him, man. Someone sign him. Right. Give him a chance. Give him a 10-day. Right. They're throwing 10 days out there. I don't know if they're doing it right now, but – they were this has been um, the third episode of Ball Freaks Podcast. I just want to say thank you, Grayson, for coming on oh, the thanks, show. Oh, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, it yeah. was great to be part of it. Be part of such a famous yeah, podcast. Famous podcast. Know, we're taking podcast. over. Watch out. Watch out, dude. Watch out, Bill Simmons, world. watch your back, bro. Uh, yeah, but um, anyway, um, we're going to try to do these episodes weekly. Weekly? Probably bi-weekly. We'll see, we'll see what the story is. Hopefully as um, often but as we can. In the, in the meantime, catch you on the flippity-flop, Ball Freaks. Much love. Peace.